Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, welcome to If You Don't Like That. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about. And we begin with Sean Salisbury, Ryan and Sacktown in just a little bit, as Ryan will talk to us about the Kings. But Sean's going to talk to us about what we saw last night in the NFL. How are you, buddy? I know you got a lot of stuff going on in H-Town. It, yeah, we sure do. A lot of stuff going on in sports. But H-Town's, uh, well, part of the center of it. I mean, the Texans aren't there yet, but the Astros are in a battle with the Twins, and it's yep. that time of year, man. So I'm doing great. Good to be with you, Grant. All right. Well, I know they don't hand out trophies in October, but is there a team that's better in the NFL than the San Francisco 49ers right now? No, but if they did hand out trophies, they'd be hauling in a lot of a lot of hardware with MVP awards, possibly at quarterback and the way yeah. that they're coaching them up and protecting the football. They are they're dismantling teams. You know what I mean, Grant? It's mm-hmm. the teams that are supposed to be good. They're just wearing them out. They don't do anything bad. They do everything well and some spectacular and when you go in and you're five games in, the quarterback's not turning the ball over, and you got that yep. defense and those playmakers. <laughs> I don't know how you defend the bandwidth of their team right now with the running game and the speed, with the way they block it, and they're dominant up front, and then on both sides of the ball and the front seven on defense, and they do everything really, really well. And that's losing your passing game coordinator and your defensive coordinators. Both are now in Houston. It's yep. it's a hell of a story. And you know what? After all this, Grant, they may go win another Super Bowl for the first time in quite some time. And it'll be with the last pick of the draft who's anything but irrelevant the way he's playing in Brock Purdy. It's been phenomenal. Well, again, if fans did not know where Trey Lance and Brock Purdy were drafted, in other words, if they were just on the field, you, you, and, and I would also say this, if if somebody had told you and you didn't know that Brock Purdy was the third pick in the draft two years ago, you would have said, yeah, looks like it. And yep. everyone would be talking about him. I still don't think this kid, and I say kid because I still think that's what he is, but I still don't think this quarterback – gets enough publicity. Everyone talks about the defense or we talk about Christian McCaffrey. Or Why are people not talking about Brock Purdy more? Is it because he is the guy, Mr. Irrelevant, in the draft a few years ago? Why Why? Are, why does he not get more pub? Two reasons, Grant. I think it's spectacular because on the outside, first off, he's not a self-promoter. Secondly, no. he was not supposed to be the guy. He was the last pick of the draft. So there's a stigma that follows him. They think, oh, the other shoe's going to fall off. He's, there's no way you can sustain this success. And then the second thing is they criticize Brock Purdy for being on a team with good players, as if Favre didn't have good players and Brady didn't have good players and Peyton Manning didn't have two Hall of Fame receivers and a Hall of Fame running back and Edger and James. I mean, oh, that's right, because Kelsey's no good for Mahomes, right? So we want to have shitty players so we can compliment the quarterback who goes 7 <laughs> and 10, but, man, he looks spectacular doing it. Purdy does everything right, and quite frankly, his athleticism and his 
toughness or highly underrated. Yeah. But that's the stick. And you know what else it is that uh, the Grant is they you're not so because he's not flashy. He doesn't mm-hmm. make the jump into the side, you know, the stuff that like very few can do. But everybody thinks when you make one of those every three weeks, like Mahomes will do, wrapping it around his back, that that's where they live. No, no, no. That's a rental space. Very few live there. And if they do, Mahomes may live there more often than not. But that's not where you want to live. You live in making plays all the time and making ordinary plays and then extraordinary once in a while. And I'll tell you what, when you throw four touchdowns against a team that's supposed to be one of the best defense in the league and you're not turning the ball over, that seems pretty flashy yep. to me. He's put up gaudy numbers, and I – it's because of where he was drafted, the stigma. And I don't know how long it's going to stick with him before we finally give him the treatment of, oh, where he was drafted doesn't matter. He's beat out everybody. Yep. He earned the job. He ran a guy out of town, meaning Trey Lance, that just couldn't take the job from him, couldn't stay on the field. And now we got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And right now, if he's not in your top three in the MVP, yep. then you're not watching. And it's because where he's drafted and he's not flashy. All he does is win and keep the ball from the other team. And I'll take that any day of the week over yep. the flashy guy who doesn't make consistent plays. The reason why it takes four to six weeks before you get a good read on a team is it takes that long before you know how the other teams in the league are. And so right. I, I'm not saying that Dallas is not a good team and I don't make too much out of one game, but two of their victories were against prevent offenses. The Patriots and the Giants, both their offenses are putrid. Some of the worst offense that I've seen in the NFL in many years. So that skews Dallas's stats a little bit. I would say this, though, and you and I have talked about this and everyone's talks about this. I don't think Dak Prescott lost the game for the Cowboys last night, but he's not the guy that can win the game for you. And that's my biggest issue with Dak Prescott. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Grant, the the extremes between the two show me they're not a consistently great team. They're a January team. that They're fortunate. They, they mm-hmm. are. They got and they've got a bunch of really they've got a bunch of February players, you know the Micah Parsons. They've got some players now, but the overall picture there's whether it's a play calling here, a miss block there, offsides here, a pick there, a red zone field goal. They just and it's been like this for a minute. They're a team. Listen, they they may get to January. They're gonna have to play well. But you're right. They they've beat up on some teams that aren't very good as the season started out. But their inconsistency against really good teams got to be concerning. And, and, and hell, they yeah. Arizona's not exactly a really good team, but the 49ers, you looked at the distance. Now, that talent, they're not 32 points better, I wouldn't think, than the Cowboys talent-wise. But execution-wise, they are three touchdowns better because one team beats themselves at times. The other team just doesn't, meaning the 49ers. So while I think the Cowboys are a good team, but aren't they just sitting in the middle with about nine other teams, Grant, that – they're yeah. good one week. They're not the and it's it, quite frankly, it's existing all over the NFL. The Bengals have had it. The Ravens have had it. Miami had one stink. Buffalo looked normal yesterday. Jacksonville's been up and down. But Philadelphia and San Francisco continue to stay where they're at and consistently beat you, even if they're not playing their best. And when they are, they're a hard out. So the Cowboys, to me, are are, are the Detroit Lions, who are the Minnesota Vikings at times, who yeah. are the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that doesn't mean they're not good. But I'm right now. Their inconsistency gives them no chance to run off five or six in a row right now. All right. If I'm a Bengals fan, can I relax a little bit based on what I saw offensively? That's the Bengals offense that I thought we were going to see in week one. Your thoughts on that? Relax, no, but a little more comfort level. You saw on that first drive, when he came out and hit like three or four balls in a row, I'm thinking, okay, the ball is coming out on time. Uh It was a little more firm out of Joe's hands. There was like, there was no hesitation. That looked different. 
And that looked like the sense. And then you saw Jamar Chase with 15 catches. That's who this team is now. we got to consider the source. Arizona's not real good. But the execution of it might have been good against anybody. That looked more like what we expect to see. Relax for a week, yes. Comfortable, absolutely not. You're always concerned about the quick twitch move by Joe where that, you know, where he's got to put that calf and that that may be one of those soft tissue injuries that bugs you the whole year long. But I can tell you this, if you if you're quit on them and don't think they're gonna be viable in December, I think you're making a big mistake. He's too good, that offense is too good. They're not Super Bowl ready or playoff ready now. Yesterday I'll give you an indication. When we hit December, they'll be around. They're good, they go on rolls right about now. How do you see tonight's game with the Raiders and the Packers? Uh, well, you know, I, I'd like to say it's Raiders. Devontae should probably have 20 catches tonight for a little payback for him. Yeah. Uh, I still think Jordan loves a good football player. You know what I think this is, Grant? Uh, grind it out, more low scoring than you'd think. Um, even though, the, you know, Raiders' defense is trying to pick it up. This, to me, says 24-20. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders, but... Uh, they're going to have to play really, really consistently good. They got to get after in defense. You know, Max Crosby go disrupt the game. I think the Raiders can play with them, and this may be a uh, an emotional pick, but I don't think it's a thirty-one thirty game. I think it's closer inside a touchdown. I'm going to take the Raiders in this one, although I think the Packers and Jordan Love are fairly dangerous. All right, another team I want to get to because they were so bad in the first couple of weeks. Uh, the Bears, after what happened last week, where they had really controlled the game against Denver and they let it get away. But on Thursday night, boy, were they impressive against Washington. Is it too early to say that maybe they've turned the corner? I'd like to – I'd like to – I need to see it again, Grant, and like that again because, man, aggressive on offense. The, uh-huh. They were making decisions. They jumped out in front, and they got all over – well, first of all, their defense got after Washington, but they got all over a Washington defense. Their front seven's nasty. Yep. They got a bunch of number ones up there. And going into that game, I thought, oh, my gosh, they're going to make him – run around, he's not going to be able to set his, do anything in the passing game. And they elevated. If I start to see more of that, and listen, Eberflus and Etsy, they know what kind of pressure they're under, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Yep. And Fields does too. And if that's the way you respond to pressure, that's, the, that's how they should play every single week, like it's single elimination or like your job is on the line. They look different. I need to see two or three weeks in a row of it before I can tell you they're even in like a Detroit Lions competition class right now, because they're not. Uh, it would not be easy to be on the campus of Miami in Coral Gables this week. Uh, I, I've looked at that video over and over again. I've watched the press conferences. It's just mind-boggling, isn't it? I Listen, I've, I like Mario Cristobal. I do. Former player. He's at his alma mater. Grant, I was thinking about this morning, and on my show I brought it up, and I, I've been thinking about it all day. And Hell, I'm, I don't coach Miami, but – I don't know how, when you tell your players, and I, like I said, I like Mario, but things it's hard to control three things in a football game. It really is. I mean, defense, when somebody's not on a tip ball, but there's a couple things you can fucking control. You're told, as you ask your players, to prepare well and control what you can control. You preach it all the time. And then as a coach, you're preaching it to your, your coaches when you're coaching your coaches, and you say, okay, control what you can. And my job as a coach on game day, all, obviously the whole time, but is to put you in the best position to win, to have a chance to win. Now, I don't know if it's ego, macho, let's not do it. And I also, you know how the people that, like when there's some a guy's getting kicked in the rib cage at a ball game, three guys are doing it, somebody's videoing it, and you're saying, get in there and help this guy, right? Or there's bay kids around, it just looks bad, right? And I, it's the same thing here. What coach, if you're an assistant, if I'm on that staff, Mario Cristobal and I are fighting 
on the sidelines. Because I'm going up to him whether I'm the get-back fucking coach or I'm his assistant. Mario, <laughs> just kneel down. Take, take, take. Well, we got to protect it, you know. Got And, yes, the players got to secure the ball. But that's one you can control. Take that game management stuff. If you got to write it in your palm, the best playing football is kneel down. Yeah. All you had to do was take a knee. And yet you screw the exchange up and you lose and karma hits you. It's like, Mario, just take a knee. And I don't understand what coaches are thinking, Grant, when they're in that position, when you say wins are hard to come by. I got to give my guys the best. And then now he's got to go address them in a meeting and saying, my bad. I ask you guys to control what you can. That's about one of the three. That's the most controllable thing in the world, a friggin' kneel down. Sean, you're talking to a New York Giants fan. I, I, I know all about when you should kneel on the ball. Yeah you, you, yeah, you sure do, don't you, Grant? All too well. From History <laughs> says it. And like I said, I think Mario's a good coach, but I'm wondering on the sidelines, and if you're an assistant, aren't you saying when you're on the headset, Mario, no, 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 dude, just do the coach. Sir, let's take a knee. You don't call him dude if you're an assistant. Call him sir, coach, <laughs> head coach. But take a knee. I mean, and have him say, shut your ass up. No, I'd rather have him say that to me and take a knee and get pissed at me and I'll deal with it during the week. I'll beg forgiveness after I saved him a loss. Then sit back and say, oh, yeah, Coach Cristobal's got it. And you lose a game. Eh, it, 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 Coral Gables, the days when we went back there, Grant, and you used to dominate, they're not making decisions like that. They got to be better. Football's better when the Canes are better. And it's much better when your coach makes the right choice that he can control. I thought it was an awful decision in a loose, in, in, in a way, to, horrible way to lose. All right, I got to get to this question uh, from the uh, chat line, and it is: uh, Have you seen uh, the media is questioning Bill Belichick's abilities as a coach? Well, they're morons if anyone is questioning his ability as a coach. That's what I'll say, Sean. Right. Look at the. T- I go back and study Shula. <laughs> I mean, the Chuck Knowles, Landry's, they've had seasons where they weren't the best team in football. Yes. And his his run on, I mean, Bill's been at the top of the list for 20 plus years. Now, if you want to ask the question even closer to, is it, and I, oh, there are people questioning it and you you are right. And they're, they're, they're people that are looking for a reason and have zero clue because there's nobody on the planet that knows X's and O's is going to say Bill Belichick's a bad football coach. He doesn't know what he's doing. Now, is he as good? No, because you know what? I've seen genius coaches with bad quarterback play and bad play calling by his offense get fired. This is the best coach that I've ever been around all time since since I've been watching. I mean, I've been I take that, but Shula, there, there's a group of them. I still sure. think Belichick's the best of all time. I think he's still at the top of the heap. This isn't ruining any legacy. I do but too. I can tell you this: the question's answered. Brady, when you got oh when you got that guy, oh boy, it, it'll make it. It'll cover a lot of warts man in an offense that he'd been doing it for years they're spoiled there yes the quarterback to me is more important than the coach and when you get the best of both you win seven you win all those Super Bowls Grant right you go to 10 and win seven of them so or six of them and Brady he was also a great defensive coordinator before one of the best of all one of the best of all time so he knows how to coach they're going through a tough time but it goes to show you that if your coordinator and quarterback are on the same page or your quarterback's not making plays in a quarterback-driven league, you've got no shot. And yep. Brady made it a lot easier on Bill, but I can tell you this, Bill's preparation made it easy on Tom at times as well. All right, I'm jumping around, but I got to get to that college, or the uh, Oklahoma-Texas uh, game. What a dandy. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did watch the fourth quarter. What a great finish that was. 
awesome game. Grant, the first quarter was as baff. I mean, it's like, what am I? But it's Texas, Oklahoma, right? Yeah. And there's nothing to do with the Red River rivalry and all the, the we're supposed to, we can't say Red River shootout. It was a friggin' shootout and it was a nuts one early on, right? Yeah. And I'm talking, and I love the way the stadium's divided into two colors. It's really a great setting it's at great. the Cotton Bowl. And great. it's early on a Saturday, so you wake up Bloody Mary, and it's like great. hitting you in the face. But that first quarter, you're like, well, Fowler and Herbster, you're looking around, what the hell just happened? Well, yeah. and then the finish, and I'm going to tell you what, Dylan Gabriel, is, he's, a, uh, he's a competitive SOB, Oklahoma's quarterback. And oh, we boy. know how good Ewers is, and he the ball didn't hit the ground much. He had a sluggish start, and then went on a rampage to throw in it. But in that series, one play here, a missed here, a three and out there, and you give another team the ball. And Oklahoma from last year to this year has made quantum leaps. Um, I was really, really impressed with uh, Jeff Lebby and the way they attacked uh, Texas. And I thought Texas backed off and played it a little safe, which isn't Sark's normal way to go about it, settling for field goals. Normally he's a grab you around the throat and kick you in the teeth guy. And I thought they backed off a little bit, but Oklahoma's no slouch, but uh, it, it proved to me that, that you can move the ball on Texas's defense if you have a quarterback that's got some guts and knows where to throw it, even though Texas's defense has been pretty damn good this year. I don't think either team's done. I'm not sure either team's a national champion this year. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash grant i'm reading this on the screen and uh, i will speak for you uh i echo those sentiments uh, you are top shelf my friend thank you that's a very nice compliment i don't take it for granted or take it lightly i appreciate it for those that are driving, I had a gentleman who said, Grant, I listen uh, to your YouTube shows. I can't watch them because I drive a truck and I'm always watching. So he goes, can you please read your messages? I'm like, yeah, sure. It says, Sean, your football knowledge is so damn good and a high level. Unlike those talking heads on TV that attempt to talk football, I respect your knowledge uh, and and sincerely. Hey, you know what? There are some very good people that are talking heads. There are. There, there are some very good guys and yep. gals that yep. talk football on, yep. on our TV screens. And then there are some that aren't very good. Yeah, that, that's the same in every career, sure. right? Grant, it just happens yeah. to see ours because we're on TV. But like I said, I do not take uh, those compliments lightly, and I really appreciate it. And I, I think preparation and passion has a lot to do with it and not be afraid to tell the truth, whether it's compliment or criticize. I just never make it personal. But preparation and passion have kind of sustained yeah. me. So that's a very nice compliment. Thank you. 
All right, let's get an update on Pro Sports Fans, the app that uh, you were the president of and got that started. And I, I know it's every time I go on uh, Twitter and look at the numbers, I'm very happy for you. Yeah, it's 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 also it's like fatigue because we got so much out there. I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's growing. We got some great stuff not only coming down the pike. Go to at PSF underscore app and get the app. It's the best fan-friendly engagement community app there is. We finally have given our fans a seat at the table and we had a great following on our our playoff media cast i did the in-game media cast with a guy named tom who's been great for us and we had a lot of people a lot of engagement it was really good so go on in we have games covered wall to wall every nfl games covered and we do shows all week long and there's going to be some interesting new partnerships and some people coming onto the platform grant that i think uh people are going to like as we continue to grow it but i'm proud of it and it takes a lot of work but yeah, I'm as proud of this as anything I've done in the last 30 years. So when it comes to this job, so it's it's growing. So thank you again. It's Pro Sports Fans Free App at PSF underscore App on Twitter. Go get that for us and Pro Sports Fans, and tell me what you think. I think you'll love the engagement. All right, we got uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Jay, hello from there. We also got uh, my contingent of fans from Serbia. They watch in Belgrade, and they are up early in the morning all the time watching my programming. They watch all the Kings games. So uh, we You're say global. Dude, you so are they, global. See, global. Most of us are. You're global. You're big. Hey, let me tell you I something, man. It. When I start doing the Kings, literally, I'm not exact. We get people from all over the world chiming in, watching. I mean, Asia, Europe. We got Australia. We got a gentleman uh, uh, from Chile. I mean, we. It's all over. But th- Grant, so, John, this a- is how you say good morning in Serbia. You say dobro jutro. And that means good morning to the folks in Serbia because it's morning over there almost. Yeah, well, good morning. I'm not going to try to repeat what you just did. I'll <laughs> stick to my strengths, but I love it. And, Grant, you know what? You're, and a lot of that back to you is a, is a tribute to you, not only the way you Thank cover you. the NBA, but for people to get up that early and do it from a long ways away, you know they yeah. care. And hoop season's about to be upon us just like hockey season. And we got them all then, wall to wall, every single sport. We'll cover it on PSF, and I know you'll cover it here as yeah. well as you always do. All right, last thing for you in this one. All right, what about your USC Trojans? Oh, gosh, Grant, I, I'm telling you, man, I, I, I'm not supposed to age this fast, man. I got to go <laughs> Botox it or get I, – I, Caleb Williams is so frigging good, Grant. He, he really is. But I think – I mean, I'm, I'm pointing out the captain obvious statement. I, I think they're – offensively, they can, they're going to score against anybody in America. They just are their mm-hmm. team speed. My concern, obviously, the defense is that – Grant, teams that are – I mean, Arizona's a little bit underrated. They're a pretty good team. But every week you have to score 40 to win. You can't sustain that. Now they're going to run into Oregon and Washington, and they're going to have to play Utah. And then yeah. if you get to the four, you're going to have to play the Georges. And I just – I don't see it. It's, it's, I, I, Grant, it's disheartening because you have such a special offense. Yep. But not to be able to get just average stops, like four of them a game, yeah, it, it's it's disheartening and a bummer. I love my Trojans, but to answer your question, are we a Final Four? T- who who wins two weeks in a row and drops in the standings two weeks in a row? Why? Great point. Because people that, that, that as good as you've got the best player in the world and you're scoring at will, one of the top scoring teams in the country, and you drop two weeks in a row and you win games. That ought yeah. to tell you how the country feels. I feel the same way. I love my Trojans. Their defense has no shot at getting them to the uh-huh. Final Four. If they do, I don't know. I don't know how they sustain it unless. Caleb Williams has even a bigger out-of-body experience. They are not a Final Four team. They're not getting out of the Pac-12 giving up that many points because when you run into the two quarterbacks up north, like in Northwest, you know, you're, 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 it's hell to pay. And then you got to deal with a physical Utah team. If they don't get better on defense and cut that oh, in half, they can't sustain this. 
Hey, you have a great week. Enjoy the Astros Twins games. They switch sites and uh, short series, so that thing could go down to the wire. Could be an exciting game five. Game three is going to be a bitch. You don't want to be down 2-1 if you're the Astros on the road. That's tough to do, man. Yep. Appreciate it, Grant. Have a great one, buddy. Take care, buddy. Good stuff there from Sean Salisbury. And I want to let everyone know that this restaurant is awesome. I've been there several times in the last three weeks. Bennett's Westside Grill. They are rocking and rolling there. Boy, i got to love that place at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Go to Bennett's Westside Grill, and you will love your meal. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, make a reservation. You can check out their menu and so much more. That's Bennett'sRestaurants.com. The Sacramento Kings had a preseason game last night. Rhino, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Napes? Well, doing good. You know, based on my social media account, they got to uh, cut Chris Duarte and they got to start Sarka. And I'm just like, oh, my yeah. God. Can yeah. we just calm down a little bit, Kings fans, please? It's one preseason game. So it began, buddy. You, you ready for 81 regular ones? Or Oh, my gosh. Wow. Seriously. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you know what? It's great to see the Kings back on the court. Uh, you know, Grant, you made a perfect point there. It's preseason first game, but – you know, you take the good with the bad, and we got a little sampling of the team last night, and yeah. I liked it. Well, and again, it says, looks like that Sasha's uh, jumper is the real deal. Listen, I told you this a week ago or two weeks ago that he can shoot the lights out. That's not an issue. You don't have to worry about whether Sasha can shoot the ball. You have to worry about can he create his own shot? Can they get him open looks? And can he do other things such as playing defense and, and everything else? Really, that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, small sample size last night, but it did look like Sasha was able what I liked. Actually, Sasha was able to move and look smooth in the flow of the offense. A lot of good back cuts finishing around the rim. We know the jump shot's going to be there, like you said. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I, I just get a kick. I'm getting people asking me on social media. Why is Mike Brown playing this? Guy? I'm like, it's the first preseason game. Stop it already. You know, Sit yeah, back, relax, enjoy it. You know, uh, I, I, I've told you this for a long time this summer and leading into the fall, the Kings are good. They, they're, they're, they're a good team and luck is going to factor into this. They have to stay relatively healthy, but they got a good squad. They're, they should be good. They're going to be very competitive this year. Yeah, they are. And, and, you know, the first preseason game, what I'm looking for grant is looking for the differences in players. How have mm-hmm. they possibly improved in the off season? What's the scheme going to look like offensively, defensively? We saw a lot of the same chasing the ball, straight line drives, but I yeah. really liked what I saw from a couple of players. Davion Mitchell, quicker jump shot, noticeably quicker. Keegan Murray, much more aggressive, going to the rim, a lot more cutting. And the offensive scheme looks a little more different and interesting to me. And we can dig into that later. Well, again, if Davion Mitchell can be more consistent offensively, that's going to be huge for this team. Uh, Keegan Murray, I mean, he's got a full year of experience under his belt and an offseason. I think he's going to be dynamite this year. I think he is going to be really, really good. Yeah, and Mike Brown is challenging him to be that guy to take mm-hmm. the jump shot. He's challenging him to be the guy coming off the pick and roll. Um, he's challenging that guy to drive to the rim, and it looks like he is taking that very seriously, and the sky's the limit for that kid right now. Who do you got tonight, Raiders or the Packers? Give me the Packers. I'm going to go Packers with the spread. I, I just, I've lost my faith in, faith in Vegas at this point. Yep. We've talked about NFL stadiums that are almost like road games for the home uh-huh. team. And that's what Vegas is. Packer fans going to show up in drones. So I think that it's going to be the Packers. 
Well, I'm going to the season opener tomorrow night for the Vegas Golden Knights, and I can promise you it's not going to seem like a road game, okay, no. for the Vegas Golden Knights. That place is going to be off the hook. They sell out every game. It is a crazy, rowdy, festive crowd. I can't wait. Grant, do you almost liken it to the to the Kings fan base winning a yeah. championship? Because yeah. I look at the Vegas Knights fan base before yes. they won the title – wild like you said just off the charts loud so i'm sure it's going to be really special in t-mobile arena you know what else is nice about this franchise here in vegas and i was at practice today all their practices and skate arounds the day of the game are open to the public nice and so the fans can come in they can watch practices they can watch the skate around uh there's a beautiful restaurant in the facility they have the team store in the facility oh and by the way they don't charge you can just walk in and sit down and watch the practice doesn't cost you any money and then if you want to go to lunch afterwards there's a beautiful restaurant in there um they're doing it right here in vegas man they are doing it right i don't know if you saw you know the the pictures on social media of the rings they gave out to their players and they gave out beautiful beautiful pendants to the wives and girlfriends of the players i will tell you they they are a first class organization here it's pretty special that's awesome to hear and i mean your your friend george yeah. heading that organization as the general manager um really happy to see that they're doing things right and i'm really happy to see i mean you think about hockey in vegas how's that gonna mix it seems yeah. like the knights are kind of vegas's go-to team and i love to see that for that yeah. city yeah, I'm in George's office in his house, so I got to make sure I don't mess anything up. He's got, you know, <laughs> beautiful stuff all over the place. And I'm like, I got to make sure I don't bump into it. You know, I don't, you know, no, it's pretty cool. But well, uh, I love hockey. You know how much I love hockey. I can't yeah. wait to go to the game tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, well, I hope you have a great time, Napes. I'm sure it's going to be a festive. Fe or festive. You, have a, you have a good rest of the day. Enjoy the game tonight, my friend. Thank you. Good stuff from Ryan in Sacktown. And uh, don't forget that you have an issue when it comes to plumbing. I've got a solution for you. It's New Works Plumbing. Just go to newworksplumbing.com or sacserviceplumbing.com, either or. Call the number on your screen. Remember, New Works Plumbing is available 24-7, and they've got a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to sacserviceplumbing.com. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. Really appreciate you uh, joining us right here on if you don't like that and look forward to uh, having a lot of programming coming your way right here on this YouTube channel. We're going to be all over the Sacramento Kings opening night, October 25th. So long, everybody. Thanks so much.